Today's how to be different tip is be imperfect fast. Because if you're obsessed with finding a perfect solution to anything, you won't do anything. And you'll be mired in the herd, never destined to be different. <laughs> That's depressing. Good morning, Roy. Good morning, Ian. You said that so well. I like that. That was good. <laughs> never destined to be different. I wouldn't want to wear that, Roy. No, you can't get it on a t-shirt. Uh, well, hang on. Somebody will. I'm sure one of our listeners might be able to do that for us and send it to right. P.O. Box 97104, RPO Scottsdale Centered. Anyway. Sounds so, like a revenue opportunity to me. Uh, or free t-shirts. You know, we're not, we're not <laughs> proud. Um, uh, Roy, why are you suggesting to businesses that they should be imperfect? It, it, it seems to be uh, contrary to general opinion that perfection should be the ultimate goal and that we need to get things right. So what do you think? Tell us. Well, first of all, I mean, what's perfect? I mean, I don't, I, I don't even know what perfect looks like, right? So part of it for me goes right back to the basics of saying, what do we mean by that? Okay, right. because really the definition of perfection, uh, in my experience, depends on who you're listening to, who you're talking to, who you're watching. Whose definition of perfection are you going to be guided by? is kind of the issue. I think perfection is a myth and it's promulgated by theoreticians, academics, and believers in principles and concepts, and all of these experts that have their own self-serving definition of what it means, right? And so they talk about it a certain way. Look at, in my experience, being imperfect is necessary to effectively execute your strategic game plan. Because if you waited for perfection in whatever definition, you have, you won't be doing anything, as you said in the intro, okay? Right. In my experience, imperfection is the engine of innovation, trying new things all the time, constantly, failing, trying, failing, uh, trying. It's, it's the essence of the innovation process. And it's not needed to win, Ian. Being perfect yeah. is definitely not needed to win. And the reason is because when you're seeking it, you're not doing anything. Your feet aren't moving. You're not being nimble. You're not moving and shaking with, with the definition and, and the way the marketplace is changing. Pondering perfection is really an excellent way to, to do nothing and fail. Okay. Right. If you're trying to be perfect, you better be prepared to, uh, prepared to fail because everybody else out there uh, that's accepted imperfection as a strategic principle are doing stuff and they're figuring out what works. Right. And they're right. executing around that whole notion. You need to create your own definition of what's perfect for you. And perfection degenerates into what works. That's what it is. It's not somebody else's definition. And right. so, yeah, it is contrary. Being imperfect fast is contrary to, to, to modern uh, pedantics. Uh, but in my experience, building a business to a billion in sales, we didn't do it by being perfect, all right? The imperfection showed up every time we had an engagement with either a, comp a competitor or a customer. So be imperfect fast, key mm -hmm. strategic concept. Our listeners, our members need to figure out what that means to them because it right. will mean something different to each and every member. Right. You know, I'm reminded by that song from Paint Your Wagon. 
as you were talking about the pursuit of perfection and it goes well where are we going i don't know when we get there i ain't certain all i know is i am on my way and businesses have to be on their way they can't have uh, the ground resting under their feet Ab absolutely so true and yet um we've been taught to try and be perfect okay think about the education system we talked about this uh, other times before the education yeah. system teaches people to color inside the lines it teaches people to conform with rules it teaches people to comply with theory okay it does not teach them to be imperfect and so how how do you expect a young professional walking out of school trying to create their business what do you think they're going to do they're going to try and exercise what they've been taught they're not going to start out with roy's rule of, of imperfection no because it's uncomfortable right it's just not viewed as something that they can relate to and so you know i i do not blame people it's right. the way we've been taught the inertia around the drive for for, uh, for perfection is so yeah. strong uh, that it's hard to break away now what you and i are trying to do here is provide some incentive and some encouragement for people to make that shift to make that break away from that momentum of perfection seeking uh, because right. it's the only way, in my experience, that you're going to be able to grow a business and be ultimately extremely successful. Hmm. So when, when you say the business needs to be imperfect fast, how can they go about it? How do they get there? Yeah, so you need to understand that you're never going to get it right. Rarely will you get it right the first time, okay? I mean, I know everybody talks about getting it right. Total quality management was based on yeah. do it right the first time, et cetera, et cetera. In the real world, that rarely happens. There's just too many variables that, that we're not smart enough to, to figure out and accommodate right in the actions that we, that we describe. And so success, in my experience, is based on the number of tries you make. Mm -hmm. Okay, you try a lot, you fail some, but you win some, and that's how you move the yardstick um, uh, along the way. So really failing from that perspective is a strategic imperative the thing is while you're trying to and, and look at i mean go into any organization and talk to people about risk the first thing they will say is well we need to mitigate risk okay you need to mitigate risk and so we got risk management yep you can't they want to manage it they want to mitigate it the, the the truth of the matter is while you're trying to mitigate risk you're falling behind because you got people out there, organizations out there, nimble, moving, trying, shaking, failing, right. moving, succeeding. They're taking a yardstick and they're getting a nano inch worth of progress, a nano right. inch. Get it fast. Get an inch worth of progress really fast. While the dudes, okay, are pondering perfection because they want to mitigate risk. It's, it's, look, at, it's not viable. We need to shift to thinking away from compliance and conformance and following the rules and trying to be perfect in somebody's definition towards a world where we run businesses based on being nimble and trying a lot. And yes, accepting that failure is part of that. I mean, I don't know how many games Michael Jordan, when he played for the Bulls, lost, but he will be the first one to tell you, yeah, he lost a ton of games, but yep. he also won a few, right? Yeah. And so exactly. I'm not suggesting we need to think about things like Michael Jordan, but the notion of using failure as a leverage for success is extremely powerful. And, and, and I've made lots of sorts of mistakes. I fail a lot, 
but we still were able to get to get to a billion. Yeah. Somehow we scratched our way there, Ian. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and Michael has the built-in option of running down the court the next play and trying to do things differently. Because so there's true. no sameness in that sport. So, no. so how does being imperfect fast make an organization different? Generally speaking, it leads to more innovation. Okay. If you're, right. if you're trying to be imperfect, if you have that as a drive, then, then you're going to be, you're forced, you're forced to innovate more. It, it's just part of the process. So the creative process is driven with the desire to be imperfect. Okay. And doing it as, as quickly as you can, a constant stream of tries makes an organization special, right? Because you don't see it that often. So if you think about it, it's kind of ironic in the sense that if I'm making more tries than you, I'm likely to stand out, okay, in the eyes of our customers. Why? Because I'm going to hit the mark more than you because I'm failing more than you. You're right. pondering perfection. I'm getting out there and I'm doing stuff. And so it, um, it sets you apart from the perfection seekers. The other thing I will say to you is that this whole kind of cultural drive to be imperfect fast inspires people. It inspires employees. It gives them permission to exercise their creativity, okay? It gives them an opportunity to not be afraid to step outside of that sphere of compliance and make a mistake. And mm -hmm. if, I, if I could say one thing about most organizations, they are absolutely risk averse. We talked about this in the other question. So risk averse. The problem with that is risk mitigation, risk aversion leads to nothing, doesn't lead to action. And if you want to take care of customers and grow your business, you got to be doing stuff every day. You got to be moving and shaking. Yeah. That's so, so the imperfect um, doctrine, my doctrine, uh, actually facilitates that. It gives people permission to do that. Right. And that's what they need is permission. And so I give you permission, Ian, to be imperfect. I know you are anyways. I just want you to believe it and continue to exercise it day in and day out in terms of what you do. Oh, okay. <laughs> but you're right. It is a leadership thing. You have the permission to do things differently, to be imperfect. We don't want to wait until it's absolutely crystal clear, tied up with a bow and gift wrapped. You know, just get out there and do something. Well, the, the problem is when, when, you, when you gift wrap it, it has the perception that it's permanent and that, uh, wow, oh. you've cracked the holy grail. Wow. You've just yeah, discovered, right, yeah. the silver bullet. And so people go, now, they, now what do they do? They go, ah. Yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah. Now we're going to yeah. sort of sit back, take it easy because we've done it. Reality right. is, guys, you've never yep. done it. You will never do it because tomorrow you got to go out and earn the business again. You cannot exactly. rest. Why? Real simple. The world won't let you. Competitors yeah. won't let you. Customers won't let you. Technology won't, won't let you. Regulations won't let you. You need to be on your game every day. Leaders out there, if you're not on your game doing this stuff, unfortunately, um, your demise is, is kind of like in the wind. This is serious stuff, Ian. You bet. This is serious stuff. Yep. So, so we've talked about what leaders need to do, what organizations need to do. Uh, what benefits do you see of being imperfect fast? 
So, I mean, it kind of leverages off the, the notion that says it, it, it allows you to be creative and innovative. And, and that is it aids in execution. Uh, if you go back to other conversations we've had, my definition of a good strategic plan is let's head west. Okay. Right. And that is because we don't, we're not able with precision to define the endpoint because the world's too complicated. Okay. But what we know is if we have generally speaking where we want to go and we start executing, we will learn and adjust along the way where we should be. And so if, if we're in Toronto and we're heading west, we'll execute the strategy and eventually know whether we should be in Vancouver or whether we should be in Seattle. Okay, but maybe we didn't know that up front because there's too many variables. And so trying a lot, being imperfect fast, aids that execution process. It enables us to move nano inches forward, heading slightly west, right? It, it assists in us keeping our feet moving, right? It, and it also avoids the, the impossible task of taking copious amounts of time seeking a solution that doesn't exist. And that's the definition of perfection. So while people are seeking perfection, we just blow by them. It feeds the innovation value in, in organizations. Organizations say that we, we want to be an innovative team. Okay, the question is, how are you going to do it? Okay, I've discovered how to do it. And one of the things is you need to be imperfect. If you're, not, if you're, if you're seeking perfection, you're not being innovative. You're just not, Okay. Yep. And so that's, that's the other thing. There's no such thing as a silver bullet. They don't exist. Look at speed is a competitive advantage. And so when you're being imperfect fast, you're experimenting fast, right? You're being creative fast and you're yeah. going to hit on a solution fast. You're that right. will give you an automatic advantage in the marketplace where lethargy reign, reigns supreme. Right. I mean, most organizations are lethargic because they're perfection seekers. So this right. is your opportunity to blow by them and stand out. And, and it'll put you ahead. Imperfection right. will put you ahead. So, so it would seem like a whole stream of yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, bingo. Yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. Because you can't, you can't rest on it. You've got to still be responsive. And, you know, when you come to a fork in the road, take it, Right. Yeah, and it, it may also be maybe refine yes, maybe refine no. And so right. in other words, there's shades of imperfection here. So yep. you may come up with, with, with a solution that has degrees of imperfection. You still have the basis to work on that, right? To make it workable, not perfect, right. but workable, right? right. And so it, it sets up a process within an organization of innovation that is, look at, it's just amazing to see this happen. I get, I get goosebumps when I think about it. Perfection, people are so turned on by this notion of imperfection because it frees them. And when they're free, they don't have these blocks, yeah. right? They're, they're much more easy in terms of coming up with things that work than if, if, if they were forced to try and be perfect. So, so um, are there any other actions that an organization can take to be imperfect fast? Yeah, look at this is a leadership issue, uh, yeah. plain and simple. If leaders don't declare that it's okay to be imperfect, it'll never happen. Okay. If leaders declare that risk mitigation is the number one priority, okay, and that is the best way to protect investment, it won't happen. 
Could you imagine somebody saying that not to take risks is the best investment decision you have? Ah, come on. I mean, progress is never made without taking risks. So risk mitigation is one of these, these things that sits in the, in the weeds waiting to kill you as, you as you walk by them. And so leadership needs to define, right, that this is an important cultural value. They need to build the number of tries into the performance planning process of the organization. I mean, everybody should have, okay, on their performance plan, okay, the, the expectation that they're going to make X tries. And so when I sit down with you, Ian, in our quarterly performance review, the first thing I'm going to say to you is, how many tries did you make in the last 90 days, Ian? Tell me about them. I want to know specifically what you tried, how many of them were working, how many of them failed, and what did you do about the failures? Let's have that conversation now. How many conversations do you think go on in any organization like this? Zero. Okay. And yet, if you want to reinforce the notion of imperfection, it's a, you have to have those, those conversations. Right. You need as well two other things I'll mention because this is the fun part of, of this sort of thing, uh, these audacious moves of being imperfect fast. Well, that's good because I was getting depressed. <laughs> I know. I know. So one is you need to celebrate the triers. Bingo. You need to have a, a, a mechanism where the people that are trying a lot get recognized by the organization, regardless of how large a large company is, okay? Because when you recognize them, it tells everybody that this is important. And hopefully it will stimulate the non-triers or the slightly triers to try more. And I came up with this thing, it's, which I think is absolute genius, but then that's me talking about me. <laughs> you need to create an imperfectionist club. You need to give wow. a format for people and a venue for, for people who have like-mindedness to get together. So you're going to be part of the imperfectionist club and you're going to, you're going to solicit members over time. And my hope would be that the club eventually defines the culture of the organization, right? So it starts small and it needs a leader in there. I liken it to my bear pit sessions. You're going to go in there and you're going to talk as a leader to the imperfectionists in the club, and you're going to stimulate them. You're going to give them a pat on the back, going to buy them lunch, you're going to do all sorts of things and encourage them to advocate imperfection to their colleagues and friends and family. And maybe over time, we will get creeping incrementalism happening in the world of imperfection, Ian. That's my hope. Jeez, geez, I tell you. Well, <laughs> I'll be able to sleep better tonight having learned that so in our discussion today i came up with i think might be a move in the next in your next book roy it's uh the pursuit of perfection will help stagnate you and your business be imperfect or be dead there you go i love that just text me will you because i'll forget yeah, exactly. it i mean it's oh, really it's, it's, it's copyright a roy osing yeah yeah right okay so now you cannot say it ever again to text it to me <laughs> i love it Oh, Ian, well, there we go. Good. That's actually we, very good, we, Ian. We You're starting to scare me. Uh, well, you know, uh, yeah, I am 6'5". <laughs> People just can't realize that on the uh, podcast. So anyway, uh, well, that's a wrap. And, you know, we hope our listeners enjoy it. We enjoy it. We have as much fun here as we hope you have listening to it. And we'll be back again soon with another How to Be Different tip because that's the way we are as part of our Audacious Learning Ways podcast series. Have a great business day, everyone. Goodbye, Roy. Goodbye, Ian.